content warning for spiders, child neglect, and child death. Check the description for details and timestamps. Previously on Ghosts on a Train. The heavy lightning hook frazzles the whole thing. All right, lightning hook's out. Friday Felix Carnival. There's platforms on the sides where people could do performances, and one of them, there's a cold read ghost. One spirit in the window, gazing out at the horizon. Ah, there's a new ringmaster in the big top. He looks like Friday Felix Carnival. Head in the big top, I guess. It, it looks like a child's drawing of a human. Friday Felix. What's the spirit locator doing? Nothing's pointing to this thing. The image of a person, but it never was a person. The spotlight on each of you. I think you need to figure out what it's saying. Drake says to nobody. You see the spirit that was being like, hey, you don't got parents. But it looks like it's flesh and blood. There is a little small child whispering things into a horn. Hey, kid. Towards you is a giant spider. Drix hits the Vulcanite barrier. You can see if the spirit that was at that window looking sad and distressed at you. Are you gonna do something freaky? Not Friday feeling. Waves the cane where you see that you are alone, opens up its mouth, and some water begins to pour. Aren't the ghosts usually not on the train? Why are we. Years ago, when their hearts still beat, the members of Friday Felix Circus. We're still among the dead. The ringmaster was welcoming to all who were willing to perform. And so, with ancient ritual, he granted his troop something most unusual in the Imperium. Burial for their remains. In secret, Felix calmed the spirits of those who performed for him and ensured that the show could go on past death. For many, this was compulsory, as kindly Felix was no pushover when it came to contracting talent. But when his own time came, he used his ritual to silence himself, picking eternal rest in oblivion over an endless performance. Abandoned by the Ringmaster, Felix's post-mortem acts are still bound to make their call times to this very day. Ghosts on a Train. This is a podcast where we play Ghost Lines, an RPG by John Harper. I'm your conductor, Greg. I run the game. I'm Hannah. I play Angel, currently stretching her cool older sister muscles. <laughs> I'm Guy. I play Pip, who is usually a clown in a different sense, but is actively clowning today. I'm Stefan. I play Drix, and recently acquiring a fear of spiders. And we have with us, once again, for the finale of our guest line, Jackie, the co-founder of FN, Jack of Jack of All Trades, producer of Gorgon Show, showrunner of Super Suits, <laughs> creator of Midsummer's Quarantine. I make too many things. I am Jackie. I play Cricket, who is currently drowning. <clears throat> like a lot. But like kind of being cool with it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, her whole family is ghosts, so she she's not really afraid of it. Line bulls are currently in a weird, wiggly, big top space of a haunted carnival that Cricket, the Whisperer, has taken them to in order to test the spirit locator. The uh, big top seems to be a strange space 
where they're all blue and like ghosts and the ghosts they saw previously outside that were harmless are now all flesh colored and alive. There's also a weird ringmaster that looks like a child's drawing and is familiar to Angela Anderson. Let's get right to it. The child with the drawing of this uh, ringmaster of Friday feeling is present with Andrew Endrix at the top of a tightrope above the net made of spider webs where a spider is happily chomping on a box of candy underneath. That way, she points across to where Drix scrambled across the tightrope from. Do we have to walk across the tightrope or is there another way? I might just go down to my spider. Okay, sure. Meet you on the other side then. Yeah, go ahead and make me a roll, you two, to get across this tightrope. One of you guys could assist the other if you'd like. That's seven finesse. Okay, let me roll a finesse and... You can choose to assist with one of your things. So if Drix gets something good enough, you could. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Stefan. <laughs> Stefan. Stefan. I roll a six. Can yeah. I assist with my one thing? I think that just means we both fail, right? If you were to assist. Well, I mean, one of us is passing. Yeah, I guess I guess it depends. Would you rather fall into the spider or would you rather Drix fall into the spider? I mean, frankly, I'd rather Drix fall onto the spider. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. I'll fall onto the spider. I got this. Yeah, Andrew, what, what's the one that you're doing? Quickly, without trouble, compromise or cost or... Um, I'll avoid trouble. Avoid trouble. Andrew, how are you walking out on this tightrope? Carefully. Just one foot in front of the other, trying to balance. I guess arms out. Sure, sure. Drix, you climbed the whole way across. It's it's fine. You'll just go right back. You step out behind Andrel and slip. And as the little girl is shuffling down to her pet spider, you reach there much quicker, falling into the web and getting immediately stuck. The spider looming over you, dripping gross spider mouth juices and spitting <laughs> an empty box of candy on top of you. <sighs> you get this, bud. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm, I'm okay. Uh, he's gonna try and reach up. He's gonna reach up and he's gonna try and pet the spider. Alright, what's the one thing you don't want to do for this deal? I don't want to freeze up or leave myself wide open. Oh my god, I got a nine. Oh wow, that's still like mid at best. It <laughs> is pretty mid. Honestly, steel rolls are kind of designed to fuck you. <laughs> yeah. 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 Reach up to pet the spider. <laughs> is the Vulcanite barrier on? Yeah. Yeah, it is. That makes sense. The spider webs are like tough enough that you wouldn't shred it up, but um you, you reach up to pet it and it gets close and it shreds a little bit of its mandible on the barrier and it freaks out, you're gonna suffer harm as it does bite you. It's a bad bite. Okay, I'm gonna convert that harm to trauma and reduce it by one. Yeah. The reduce it by one is from the barrier, right? Or no, from the spectrodulum. Yes, oh yeah, you're linking them together. I like it, so two total, because it was three from deadly weapons. Okay. It freaks out a bit, and Jen, the little girl, is like, it's okay, it's okay, relax, relax. And she starts petting the, the giant spider. Sorry about that. I forgot. I forgot about the barrier. Turn it off and we can we can carry you across, maybe. Is your spider gonna bite me if I turn it off though? Bite you very softly to carry you. <laughs> Could I instead ride on his back? I suppose if you're comfortable with it. I I think I would be more comfortable with that than being carried by the net between something's jaws. 
I'll flip Bulger and I barrier off and climb up on the back of the spider. Yeah, ick, ick, spooky, ooh, don't like this. Yep, it's moving, it's horrible. Andrew, you make it across the tightrope very, very slowly. Kind of nice to know that you could make it across, and there is Drix climbing up on the other side, looking not very happy. <laughs> All right, Jem, wave to you now. Through there. Drix, oh, it wasn't there once you stepped out, but it's back again. The tent flap where you first fled the spider. All right, through the tent flap. Yeah, you walk in, <laughs> you emerge from behind the stage. Pip is on a stage. There is a piece of wood, a little wider than him, a little taller than him. The wood has a knife and a splatter of blood, leaving space for a person. The blood stains outline a human being, uh, or at least parts of the head and like arm. There are a couple of knives floating in midair and produce on the stage. Pip, you're, you're clowning. Mm-hmm. What kind of role do you think for that? So, based on what I know about Matadors, which is almost exclusively from Psychonauts, most of what I need is steel. Because I just need to, like, rile them up while I need to keep calm. Like, I need to think rationally while they are not. Sure, what's the one that you don't want to do? Suffer more trauma or harm. Sounds good. I think that one would suck. Would love to not get more knives. Yeah, I'm already up. Bad way. And that is, with my steel, an eight. Ooh. I'm rolling not very good. Yeah, not very good at all. The one that you didn't pick, I think you flee a little bit. Describe, like, your clowning bit. Come on. You think you're the first person to try to show off objects at me? I've been more scared of physicists. At least they are the sharp objects are being handled by a professional. Wait, but what does that make you scared? And Pip, you hear that. You see Andrew's there, and the knife gets thrown. An instinct, you hop to the side away from the plank, and the invisible audience is like, Boo! Boo! Get back over there! Stop being scared! You know what we wanted? And they throw more produce. Oh, oh no, that doesn't actually matter. I was like, Wait a second, I have uh, I have Cruel, I get a plus one. And then it's like, no, that would just put me in nine. Jem, the little girl, looks at the blood on the wall, and she says, oh no, oh no. Uh, it's okay. We're gonna get him out of here. It's fine, we're still inside my body. Yeah, but he's dead. I don't want to have to help pull him down. She points to the piece of wood and where the body was being outlined by the blood, you recognize the body of the the person in the window now there with a a knife stuck in their gut. Cool. The rest of us will pull them down. The little girl is not near you anymore. She's up by a transparent section in the big top where the guy in the window was looking on in horror. Can I go after her? I don't know how you would. The window itself is kind of nonsensical. Here in a, a big top. Mm-hmm. Okay. We had the, the knife. <laughs> how, how much damage do I take? Or do I take trauma from being booed? No, you, you specifically didn't want to suffer any more trauma or harm. Mm-hmm. But you did flee. So the window guy took his rightful place slash your place. So if it's possible, actually, I would appreciate if you all roll, roll steel for it. But I think two traumas coming your way for the, the gruesomeness of the, the corpse appearing. So, so it's kind of up there with a the supernatural weirdness. Okay, so we can roll steel. Does that include me, or is that not counting my previous roll? Uh, that's that's uh. I'm fine either way. Let's include you. 
So I guess I don't want to suffer more harm or trauma. Yeah, I don't want to suffer more trauma. But I guess I do, because I rolled a six. I rolled an eight. I do not want to uh, panic, disengage, or flee. Actually, no, I don't want to freeze up or leave myself wide open. Sure. And that is a 13, so I think I'm five. Yeah. Actually, no, that's 14. Okay. Kip is fine. <laughs> not Strix, you freeze up. Uh, it's not leaving yourself open as the knives actually stop, stop flying, it seems. And Andrel, you would take two trauma reduced to one. The crowd has, has stopped. I know I've said it before, and it didn't actually have any relevance to this role, but damn, Cruel is really good. Mm-hmm. Cruel is very good. Okay, Andrel's gonna get as close as she can to the window and just yell, Jam! She's not paying attention to you. She's just horrified looking at the, the man impaled. I guess I'll get the man down. He's high up, right? No, he's not. Okay, he's just, well, uh, he's I'll take just, him down then. Yeah, he's just impaled on a plank of wood. You get to work pulling the knife out of the wall while that's happening. <laughs> Meanwhile, in a large tank of water in a... And another big top, Cricket, the spirit locator. Yeah, you see now the two tendrils that kind of joined up together are now joined up with the third tendril. And there's another very small tendril to the spirit locator tugging towards you, actually. Okay. I don't know how that's helpful in my current predicament, but (laughs) it looks like we're the ghosts here. And you do notice the mug with Taji the tank engine trapped in a net. Mm -hmm. See, instead of a blue glow, the brown skin of it and then a Ruvian, like flesh colored. (laughs) In the mug? In the mug. Okay. Like a cartoon. Trying to think how to use that. <laughs> I don't know. I guess, can I just roll insight one more time to try to figure out a way out of here that doesn't kill me? Sure, sure. Or if you want to, this is kind of a, a pretty open game. So if you, could, if you could think of something that would logically make sense, you could just like roll for it. Yeah. This isn't yeah. something with like a set set answer. Okay. Well, if I'm seeing the spirit locators showing that everything is flipped... And that, like, I'm the ghost now. Can I, like, phase through the mechanism somehow? Sure. Or manipulate them in a way that a human wouldn't be able to? Yeah, give it a try. So would that be finesse, I guess? Sure. Nope. <laughs> That's a six. Uh, you, you know what you could have done? And I will let you do it. <laughs> okay. We talked about how lightning oil, quote unquote, would work for you. Ooh, yes. So Cricket's kind of fucked up. Yeah. And I didn't see it coming up a whole lot, but... In the case of lightning oil, Cricket would be able to just sort of inject herself with it. Like a fucking EpiPen of lightning oil. <gasps> yeah, especially when you're trying to do a ghost thing. I think it makes sense to juice yes. up. Okay, yeah. So I've got an injector already loaded <laughs> with lightning oil in my bag. So I managed to get that out while I'm trying not to drown and to just stab myself in the thigh with it and it feels and probably looks from the outside like I am being electrocuted but not necessarily in a bad way and I figured this this should like supercharge my ghostly abilities right now I guess yeah yeah it's definitely relevant success to seven with the lightning oil yes which is the one that you pick quickly without trouble compromise or cost or stylishly to greater effect quickly I am actively drowning mm-hmm mm-hmm in fact, go ahead and take one harm, the equivalent of choking Deathland Fog, but you manage to slide and phase out. Do you want to pop out on top to the side to go down through the bottom? I think I'm going to like slither out through the corner 
where it closed. Yeah, Africa Baker. Yeah. As you pop out, the ringmaster creature raises his cane in a threatening manner and then brings it down very swiftly, and it's a bouquet of flowers as an invisible <laughs> audience cheering for you. Yeah! Was I able to bring Taji with me? Or since he's solid, is he, like, stuck in the water tank in a mug? <laughs> You're able to bring Taji with you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there's a little... <laughs> spitting out water. <laughs> I, like, shake the mug upside down a little to help you get the water out of it. <laughs> I don't miss this. <laughs> Back to you guys. Yeah, you pull the knife out. The body flops down from behind you. Sorry, I got scared. It's okay. It's scary. Doesn't usually do it wrong, though. Well, only takes one time, unfortunately. It's all right, though. You don't have to look at it. We can handle that for you. Some people think he did it on purpose. Why would he do that? Two of them were really close until they weren't really close and they had a big argument. I see. Well, sometimes girls fight, but it doesn't necessarily mean they killed each other. <laughs> Felt really bad about it, too. Kind of like when my dad leaves me outside all night and then in the morning he feels bad about it. That's... Your dad should... Your dad should feel way worse. But... None of this is your fault. Everyone around here should be taking care of you. It's all them who's failed. You're a very nice ghost. Nice enough, yeah. This way to the big top. Little girl, <laughs> Pip, stop before me introduced to, leads you through a flat, and you see sopping wet next to a big tank is Cricket. Oh, it's a good thing the tricks didn't have that one. I forget. I, I almost dropped. How'd you guys do? I got stabbed a couple of times. So, nothing I would ever before. I just kind of had an emotionally bad time. Anyway, this is Jem. She wants to talk to the ringleader. Are you a nice ghost like this lady? I think so. Wait, I'm a ghost. Yeah, I guess I am kind of a ghost here, aren't I? Yeah, I'm a nice ghost. Well, the four of us are all friends, right? Yeah, we're all friends. I mean, I just met Cricket, but sure. You can be friends with someone you just met. I don't know, it usually takes a while for me. I see you as my friend. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) She looks past you. She says, Mr. Felix, Mr. Felix! And the uh, very round hole for a mouth flips into confusion and a frown. I don't like gems! Best salsa dancer with 86! Going, going, gone! Runs over to her, she runs over to it, and everything turns dark for a minute. This is a spotlight where the two of them meet, and there is uh, a little grave for Jim, marked year 887, Imperial Era. Your creature, Ringmaster, rather, takes off the little hat, puts down the little cane by the little grave, and it looks just like the creature that Andrew encountered before. And it, it, it turns around to you all, and it says, Friday feeling. What the hell is a Friday? 
Is that the guy you met before? It looks like him. And the vibes are back. Hey, do you remember me? Mm, yeah, that's what he was saying. Is the spirit locator pointing at him now? No, it's still not. Hmm. Interesting. Are we still ghosts? No, not anymore. It's pointing elsewhere, but not the, the creature. Hmm. Stinko Supreme. Yep, he said that one too. <laughs> Mungo, Mungo something. There was a Mungo in there, I want to say. <laughs> Everything in my power not to say Amogus. <laughs> <laughs> hey, not ghost guy, what are you? What are you doing here? He shuffles through the grave dirt and picks up a picture, a child's drawing of what looks like him, but with like a hat. Take a page for the whole seat, but you'll stay for the edge. Friday feeling. So you were the ringmaster here, and you knew Jem. But he's not a ghost. So was it a human before? We here at Ghosts on a Train would like to take a moment to bring you a message from our friends at Jack of All Trades, another podcast from the Faustian Nonsense Network. The world is darker than you ever imagined. Just under the surface, it's being overrun by the dead and by the monstrously undying. Your own home may not be safe. But there's hope. When things go bump in the night, we... We'll go bump in your night. (laughs) Damn it, Jose, can you just let me get through this once? Jack of all trades is here to help. Check out the podcast Jack of all trades at faustiannonsense.com slash jackofalltrades or wherever you listen to podcasts. I don't know what's going on here. Yeah, he does a little backflip into the grave dirt, slipping in. You see, uh, not bloody or anything, uh, but Jem's head come out of the grave dirt, and from from her head, he starts to slide out, and he's really, really big, like taking up the whole big top. And he says, "Out of here! It was out of here. Run home, phone home." I am going to ask for and against the supernatural roll as it moves its hands towards you, sprouting out of Jem's head. Uh, Who would like to lead everybody? I feel like this is a a Jackie. I can? Okay. Go for it. Sure. Cricket is really curious about this thing, so she's she's not really afraid of it. So that's a plus two total. Uh, You have not worked this area before, so I'm going to take a minus one from you there. But that's made up by your plus one. So that's still a plus two total. Yeah, the others swear to follow your orders without hesitation. (laughs) At the moment, yes. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, roll with a plus two total. All right. That's an eight. All right. Pick one. Uh, Take initiative, I guess. Sure. Its hands are reaching out. They're huge, looking to scoop all four of you up two at a time with each hand. You can act before that. Okay, I'm gonna try to duck inside his reach. Sure. So the hands can't grab at me as easily and kind of beckon for the others to follow me. Go ahead and roll finesse. Yeah. That is an eight. Yeah, well, which one do you do quickly without trouble compromise your cost or to greater effects? 
If you do to greater effect, I think you can rush everybody with you. Okay, to greater effect then. <laughs> it takes a little bit. You're inside of its reach. You're not being like crushed by the hands or anything. But at this point in time, its face and fingers have ballooned to such a size that there's not space outside of it. You're kind of in the weird dome of big, amorphous, not ghost spirit stuff. But you still see Jem's head the same size as coming out of it. Can I use my held what's really going on here? Sure. You've met the king of rats, right? Yeah. The king of rats, it's not like a rat itself. The king of rats is formed from the thoughts and will of a bunch of little rats that all come together. Considering the fact that this is like the ringmaster, but not based on this drawing and right now sprouting out of her head. He's not a ghost, so he must be some creature that sprouted from her head, from her thoughts. Mm. Can I try and grab the head? Sure. Uh, what kind of roll do you think? I think finesse. Sounds good. Uh, 13. Yeah, yeah, you do them all. How do you grab it? What do you do? So I think I just kind of duck down and rush the body and snatch it before he can notice. <laughs> you just, just grab and hold a little girl. <laughs> I guess. The head was what was out there, so yeah, yeah. I was grabbing the head. Just grabbing the head? <laughs> You're fully in control here, so it's like whatever you want to do. Yeah, you grab the head, and she's like kind of like unfocused, but she's like, Mr. Felix, I really think I could... I kind of want to give her a hug. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> I think Angel pulls, if, if she's somewhat alive, pulls her out as much as she can and just kind of gathers her in her arms and she says I don't know what this looks like to you but you're not alive whatever happened has already happened it's done and you can be done the head smiles a little bit it crumbles into dust the big creature shrinks do Pip or Drix want to do anything it's standing confused down trying to figure out what to do in this situation. Yeah, it's, uh... Call me Shirley. Shirley, don't mean why are you so mean? Mm. Is the spirit locator pointing at the girl? Uh, I'm genuinely thinking about where it would point here. Uh, sorry. <laughs> no worries? No, it's not actually. Very interesting. It doesn't seem to be doing much to menace you at the moment. It's small now. Drix is gonna kneel down and be like, I'm sorry, I, I didn't really mean to be mean. It reaches out a hand. Think I'm supreme. <laughs> Poking you right in the nose. Oh, well, I guess I'm a stinko supreme. We can get out of combat mode. This thing no longer menaces you. It's shittily lit, but your flashlights work. You're in an old, abandoned, crappy big top. I toss it some candy. <laughs> Catches it with its horribly long hands and it produces from like hammer space behind it, a big briefcase that stuffs it in the briefcase, still drawn like a, like a child that closes the briefcase. Is the girl still like alive? If I feel for a pulse, is there anything there? She turned to dust. She turned to dust? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. She had turned to dust after you, you said your thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, are you the real ringmaster? Friday feeling? Just that Friday feeling. It shakes its head a little sadly, puts a, a hat on, one of those like traveling salesman hats. For lack of a better comparison, in my mind, it's like the music man. Yeah. Andrew's gonna get up uh, and walk over. I think, I think he's what she remembered of the real ringmaster. Feeling Friday, Friday feeling. 
Yeah, I think Cricket at this point is just staring at her spirit locator and trying to figure out like... The spirit locator, yes. Um, uh, a lot of signatures are actually coming from behind you. You see they're beginning to converge behind you. Hmm. Okay. Hey, I just realized this thing still works underwater. That was pretty cool. <laughs> Clearly the thing to focus on. <laughs> well, I'm glad someone got something out of this. <laughs> a head rolls by your feet. A spectral head, Cricket, and it's the, the, the juggler. Hey, uh, so that's, that's not really Friday feeling. No, I think he was like a, a psychic projection or something. Oh, no wonder he's kind of freaky. Did you know a little girl named Jem from when y'all were alive? Oh, yeah. It was that piece of shit kid with disembodied arm rolls near you, points back, and you see the uh, cold reader ghost gets sweating under the collar. Oof. What? happened to her? The guy from the window comes in. Not in the window. You see him stepping out. He says, um, nothing really special. Just got too cold. Kicked out of her dad's tent, I think, one night. I, um, I was already dead by then, but I was just sort of hanging around. I got to be there with her by that tree. Pointing to the, the tree that uh, he was looking sadly at through the window. Poor girl, but I can tell you if you were there to comfort her, that that probably helped. It always helped me when ghosts helped me when I was cold. It doesn't make you warm, but it makes you feel better. This, uh, this guy, this Friday feeling thing, it was a little more coherent. But I think without her, he just sort of got weird. I don't know. I don't think he even knows what he's supposed to be doing anywhere. He's uh, packing up random shit from the ground, like broken bottles into the suitcase. This is hitting a little close to home. Can we go now? Fine by me. Yeah, let's um, let's get out of here. I learned a lot about my spirit locator. Cricket is kind of oblivious to the actual <laughs> impact of everything that's been going on. <laughs> yes. She's just like, cool. To be fair, she wasn't there for a lot of it. <laughs> yeah, she's just like, I wasn't even planning to test it underwater, but now I know. The creature starts walking with you guys. Doesn't say anything. I guess we gotta tag along. I really would like him to leave me alone. You can hang out with me if you want. I don't mind. Mm. Bottle, Jerry. Just don't don't drown me again. You can help me test my thing, but don't drown me again. That that got a little close. Friday feeling leave on ground. Okay, maybe eventually I'll figure out what you're trying to say. I wouldn't count on that. <laughs> he he looks to you, Andrew, reaches into the suitcase and pulls out a lawn gnome, drops it in front of you, takes a few steps back. <sighs> Andrew picks up the lawn gnome, plays with it for a couple seconds and puts it down. Leave me alone. Look, I don't know what you want, buddy. I don't know if you want anything at all. Doesn't say anything. I don't know why you latched onto me. I don't know if you were just looking for a replacement little girl or what. I don't know how to fix whatever's wrong with you. I just don't. I don't know why people keep expecting me to fix things. Trix pulls Andrew into a hug. It's not your job to fix things, little spurs. 
but it is. It's not. A girl needed me to fix things for her. Oh, no. And the whole damn Shattered Isles needs me to fix things for it. Andrew, look, look at me, okay? You are... You are too young for the responsibility that has fallen at your feet. And it's not on you to fix everything or to save everyone. And I don't ever want you to feel like you don't have a choice in the matter. If you need to walk away, then walk away. I can't walk away. How could I walk away? Knowing what, what Mr. Fizz is going through and and Jamie and the whole world, everyone, how could I possibly do that? Because sometimes you need to put yourself first if that's what you need. Andrew, you're you're wonderful, and I've been lucky to have you as a part of my life for this past while. But I don't want to watch you be hurt every day. How could I leave? How could I not help and do anything but be hurt every day, knowing everything that's happening in the world that I have chosen not to stop? It wouldn't exactly be easy to live with, I'm sure. I am too young for this, but that doesn't change the fact that I'm here. You are. I know a lot of lesser people wouldn't be. There's a, a flash of recognition in the circle eyes and the creature leans down uh, really big, wide, horrible knees and points to itself and goes, Beer, here. I don't know what to do with it. I don't know why it keeps following me around. I don't know how to help it. Mutton sounds. Then, then we'll figure it out together. It's not going to just be on you. Pip and I will do everything we can to take that burden away. As much as we can. I don't think it's trying to hurt you. I think we just need to figure out what it needs. Grateful. Grateful? Points in the big top. Maybe something to do with the feast? Well. Should we set the big top on fire? (laughs) (laughs) The the girl. It nods. Friday, Fiwi. Grateful. Gives a little, uh, gives, gives like a thumbs medium, <laughs> like a like like a thumb sideways. You know where she's buried? Didn't they say under the tree? Maybe we take this gnome over there. Yeah, sure. Uh, you you go over to the tree. The grave is as you saw it, but a little more weathered. Go ahead and leave the gnome. One hand uh, points to the grave. One hand points to Andrew and just says, "Grateful bottle, Jerry." It goes to, to tossle Cricket's hair. Friday, Bailey. Thanks, I think. Actually, hold on a second. Are you getting any readings? Am I? No, I, th- I think I think the way this works is that she's, she's just gone. <laughs> <sighs> well. Uh. That would have been too easy. <laughs> it takes the suitcase and the hat, puts one foot into the grape dirt, and it kind of sinks into the bottom, starts walking like it's doing like a step bit. Half thumbs up again. Grateful. I'll be around if you ever need anything. You seem weird, but right, I feel it. Does it want us to bury it? It just it just walks down in there and it's gone. Bye. I didn't know for very long what she got Delta shit hand. I'm sorry for that. It's not fair. No, it's not. 
I know there's nothing I can say to really make that better. You don't have to make it better. It doesn't really get any better. Well, that's what we're fighting for, ain't it? To make things just a little better. Maybe. We do what we must, because we can. You don't have to choose to fight now. Alright, to take a, a breather. It probably doesn't mean a lot coming from from old Pip, but... No, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. I'm going to be back on the train, and I'm going to fight another ghost, and another ghost, and another ghost. Is that all you want to do? Of course it isn't. Maybe we find the meaning in between those things. We can try. Trying is all we're really good at. We will, uh, celebrate you the feast yet. I found some fish someone threw out and I ate it. Does that count? It counts. Then yeah, it was pretty good. Mm. Yeah, that's how we always celebrated in the orphanage. Cricket just, like, thumbs up. Like, yeah, it was pretty good. (laughs) What do you guys say that we bring some food to a local orphanage? Put some smiles on faces. There's a rattle from the mug. I know just the one! Daji! Oh boy, I forgot you were there. I uh, truly, absolutely forgot you were there. Taji, no one asked you. You did an awesome job. You helped all the ghosts here. Oh my god. Well, I got chits been hole in me pocket and some friends to spend the holiday with. If that's not too much to to suggest. All right, let's go feed some orphans. <laughs> And I'm going to pay you extra because we tested stuff I didn't even plan to test. Like, it's underwater. I would love to be paid extra, yeah. Extra pay does sound fantastic, to be honest. And hey, Cricket, maybe you let me out of my mind. No. Let me shoot Pippin McKeel in the face. That doesn't seem fair. You can't shoot me anywhere else. Listen, Cricket, take this moment and beat Pippin McKeel to death with it. <laughs> No, I'm not gonna do that. She's got like toothpicks for arms, like, and granted, <laughs> Pip isn't very strong either. But I, don't, I don't know. I kind of feel like bashing a couple of stick figures against each other probably, <laughs> <laughs> probably wouldn't be the most entertaining way to end this. Can, can I see that mug for a second? No. No. Okay, look, I don't want anyone beating up anyone else anymore. Okay. I, I just want to shake it just a little bit. No. Just just rattle him. I'll tell you what. I'll hold on to him until y'all are gone. And let him out. And then if y'all find each other again, it's on you. I'll tell you what. It's the holidays. Point the mug at Pippa McHugh. You know I can't shoot him until you let me help him. She does. Look at me in the eyes, Pippa McHugh. Did you? Put fishbone in me place of my crime organization was it a hit on behalf of Fishbone? No, it's because I was trying to hide my identity and you knew more than I thought you should have. It was a stupid decision, but you know what? I understand. I thought it was for Fishbone. No. You you didn't even know Fishbone was there until (laughs) we told you. I've done some stupid shit. And he's involved Fishbone, like, semi-recently. <laughs> and the most that I would do for Fishbone, unless it paid, 
is stuff them into a suitcase, which I did. I understand the feeling, ish. Yeah, you can leave me in the mug until they go, and I won't go after you. Let's go feed some orphans. I know all the orphanages around here. All the cool ones, anyway. How do you know all the orphanages? You don't live here. It's networking. They know all the kid crime bosses. And by cool orphanages, you don't mean this is about to get laundered or something, right? Pepin, I know it doesn't work on the train, but when you're not on the train, do you want one of my spirit locators? I got another prototype. I can give you this one if you if you think it'll help you stay safer. That would have been really helpful like a week ago. So maybe it'll be helpful again. Yeah, that would have been real nice. Pip can take it. I've got like no gear, so it'll be fun. And as as far as the money, go ahead and take four stash and one favor. Back up into the thirties. And I assume that you all you all go to help feed orphanages together. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> We, we do something nice for the holidays. Do something nice yeah. to make yourself smile. <laughs> yeah, Cricket, how do you leave these folks? I think, honestly, Cricket tags along for a bit as they're walking and then is just suddenly not there anymore. Cricket is very used to the Batman exit. <laughs> the typical way of interacting with people, because that's how most of the ghosts that she knows does it. So... Yeah, there's a a bit of smoke from like one of the barrels just passing through, and suddenly Cricket's gone. <laughs> huh. There's a dramatic cut as the camera pans slowly upwards, standing yes. sh- on, silhouet- <laughs> on a rooftop, <laughs> silhouetted by lightning. <laughs> just the scrawniest Batman ever. <laughs> this was the weirdest encounter we've ever had, right? I was mostly just sad the whole time. But in, if you're talking specifically in terms of like people who we've hung out with, yeah, that was a particularly weird person. I'm still kind of getting over the whole like friends slash lovers thing that you had back home. But, you know. I'm sorry, what? I don't think we met any of Drake's lovers. <laughs> Did we? Did I forget? I think he's applying this up. Yeah, he's absolutely applying this up. Which is definitely not true. I don't understand what you mean. Did you not feel the the tension? The tension of a sports-based rivalry? Yeah, there's, there was there was loads of just implication. Im- implication? I don't, I don't see it, but hey, I mean, you do you. All right, let's go feed the orphans. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, that was a weird one. That was a weird one. Spirit locator job. That was a weird one. Attempted to do something different. So sad. <laughs> it was very sad. Yeah, that got sadder than I expected. That got sadder than I expected. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. in a dead girl be- who lived a life of horrible abuse. Yeah, there was kind of only one out- outcome for that one. I'm realizing... And that made her hang out with the orphan. <laughs> would you believe me if I told you that I didn't believe that you would defuse the situation or, like, not kill her dad? I mean, I'd believe you, I guess. <laughs> or it's not that I didn't believe, but I was like, I was like, that's probably a thing that could happen. <laughs> Jackie, thank you so much. Uh, thank you, Jackie. The spirit, locator, the spirit locator has been sitting in the, the queue for a minute. We've located the spirits. We did it. Oh, yeah. Sorry that we, like, 
turned your fun guest line into uh, feelings now? <laughs> it sure do feel like a feeling. We've been deep in our feelings for the last, like, <laughs> five to six episodes. Yeah. That is... Okay, I, I have a tendency to play characters who are oblivious to feelings. I'm sure I'm sure there's no deeper meaning to that, but <laughs> uh, but it does make it easier to role play in scenarios like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah! Insane. Once again, um, thank, thank you, Jackie. Yay! Yeah, yeah thank can, you. This people, was so much fun. People can can of course find you on all the things that we've listed. Yes, they're also in the show notes. Yeah, I I do a lot of things. I think the top thing that I would encourage people to check out right now is The Gorgon Show. It is back from hiatus as of January 17th. And we have so many really cool guests coming. Uh, and if you listen to our earlier episodes, you will hear a couple of familiar voices. So yeah, check it out. I gotta find a myth to do. Yeah, we can talk that I can help with that if you want. I've got a whole list of cryptids for other projects. If you, if if anyone ever wants a cryptid reference list, <laughs> absolutely. At Hannah, at Hannah ask, about all ask your Hannah cryptids. About cryptids. Oh, I mean that was more for like personal. Hey, friends, hey, hey, listener, hey, listener, you should interact with us. And by interact with us, mean Hannah at ghost at ghost underscore train and say, Hannah, tell me about a cryptid. I mean, like I will do that if you ask. It sounds like a great use of social media. So. We got there. Figured out engagement. All right. Yeah. Bye, everyone. See you next time on Ghost on a Train, where we'll do another layover. Bye. 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 Thank you. Pride of Duskwall is now arriving. Please allow all passengers to exit the train before boarding. This has been Ghosts on a Train, a podcast with the Faustian Nonsense Network, where we played Ghost Lines, an RPG written and designed by John Harper. Music by Sebastian Black and TJ Woods. Edited by Greg Corobus, with Creative Commons Zero Sounds from freesound.org. And additional sound design by Kai Gwillem Pritchard. Our cover art is by Yoshiko Agresta. Your line balls for this trip were... Cricket. Played by me, Jackie Salaji. Andrew Anderson. Badge name, Dunville. Played by me, Hannah Levin. Adric, a.k.a. Drix. Badge name, Colburn. Played by me, Stefan Lewis. Pippin Pip McHugh. Badge name, McHugh. Played by me, Guys Wipeout. And I have been your conductor, Greg Corobus. For bonus content, as well as behind the scenes, become a patron of the Faustian Nonsense Patreon. And in lieu of monetary support, a review on your favorite podcatcher will help Ghosts on a Train maintain visibility. If you have any questions about the Pride of Duskwall or additions to suggest for the train, please email them to ghosttrainpod at gmail.com or contact us on Twitter at ghosts underscore train. And I'll have Candace bring them to the line bowls. Thank you for riding with us, and please consider traveling with us again next time. This program was brought to you by a network of dedicated artists with creative souls just like just like yours. 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 Faustian Nonsense your, thanks your, you for your, your patronage. Just like yours.